Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. JT Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And you know what that means? It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That's FlyWithJT.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, and stay connected to everything we're doing here in the High Altitude community. And I have to tell you, lots of cool stuff coming down the road in the next several weeks. Stay tuned to everything we're going to be doing. Lots of cool trainings coming up in the new year. Also got a couple of really cool programs that we're going to be releasing. Stuff that we've been looking at, looking at for a long time, working very hard to get set up for you. So you want to make sure you get plugged in. Stay connected to all, all that we're doing here by going to flywithjt.com. You know, the times, <laughs> they are changing, and they're interesting times to be sure. You might even say they're chaotic times, challenging times, crazy weird times, whatever the little adjective you want to use for those. I think we can all agree that this is the time when true leaders are really needed. People with strong character, people with clear vision, people with a stainless steel resolve to see the challenge through to the end. It's time to step the hell up, my friends. It's time for us to absolutely pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, stand tall, and answer the call to duty. For those of us willing to put in the work, willing to take the risks, willing to push past the safe places and the comfort zones, this will be your golden age. But it's not going to be easy. I'm going to tell you straight up, it will not be easy. And this will not be for the faint of heart. Now, there's a lot of wannabes out there. There's a lot of people that talk a big game. A lot of people that like to talk about what they're going to do. Wannabes and gonnabes. I'm talking about the people who are. People who at their core, who deep down inside know who they are and are ready to step up and take that challenge. We don't need more followers, but we need people who are willing to follow, lead a good example. We don't need more of the sheep who follow the herd or allow their decisions to be driven by their emotions or their need to please others or their impulses. We need more people willing to step up and lead from the front. And that's the thing I love about our community. The thing I love about the high altitude community is so many people willing to step up and take, you know, seize that mantle of leadership, take the risks, take the challenge head on, take the bull by the horns. And listen, this might sound like a lot of, you know, sort of mindless drivel might be sounding even platitudinal where we just talk about pushing all these you know, little <laughs> famous quotes and lines out there. What I'm really talking about, though, is philosophically at the core believing those words, knowing that right now is a time for the strong-willed, the strong mind, the strong heart, the strong soul to step up and make a difference. Instead of all the followers, we need more people that are willing to stand in the, in the line of fire, 
and be able to say, okay, I got this, and I'm going to lead by example. I want to talk about six specific things we all need to start doing in order to seize the mantle of leadership and lead from the front. But more importantly, this isn't just a question or a discussion about leadership. This is a character issue. This is a time when we have to really, instead of complaining and whining about things, we have to step up and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to show the world what we're made of. And this is true for anybody in any kind of walk of life. I don't care if you work for somebody else or you own your own business. I don't care if you're an athlete or you're a dancer or if you're a musician, if you're a teacher, if you're an administrator, if you're a politician. Well, <laughs> politicians definitely need to hear it. If you're a leader of any level, even if, you're, if you say, hey, listen, all I am is a parent, you're, that's not all you are. Being a parent is a big damn deal. It's a powerful position to be in. And if you can show the next generation, particularly your own children, what it means to be a leader, then I got news for you. You have done an amazing job. Because if you can pass that on to them, it's going to make an amazing impact far before or far after your time here on earth is done. The first thing we have to do to step up and really step into our greatness is to refuse to complain. There's enough complaining going on these days to sink the Titanic three times over. Instead of complaining, let's take ownership. We got a man or woman up, depending on your, your gender, man up or woman up, to the challenge and be able to convert that cynicism and negativity into purposeful forward progress. There's a lot of people that complain about their boss, complain about their job, complain about the economy, complain about the traffic, complain about the weather. They complain about a lot of stuff. And listen, occasionally, it's okay to blow off a little bit of steam. It doesn't make you a bad person. But if that's part of your DMO, your daily method of operation, you've got to ask yourself the question, am I allowing myself to be like the mediocre-minded people, the sheeple that are just kind of following the herd? Are you ready to break away from that pack and say, listen, I'm going to stand strong in my mindset. I'm going to stand strong in my character. I'm going to stand strong in my values, and I'm going to find a way. Instead of complaining, I'm going to create solutions. Most people see problems. They use that word a lot. Well, I got problems. I got lots of problems. I love entrepreneurs because entrepreneurs hate that word. They see problems as opportunities. More appropriately, they'll see them as challenges. Now, it's not just an entrepreneur thing. You could be, to me, it's a leadership thing. The highest performing people in any walk of life are people that do not see problems. They see challenges. And inside those challenges, they see opportunities. Opportunities to excel. Opportunities to give back. Opportunities to lead. Opportunities to make a difference. To make an impact. If that's you, then, then I, I applaud you. And I welcome you. Because it's going to be one of the most important decisions you make, not just in the new year, but for the rest of your life, to start whittling away that desire or maybe even a habit to complain. Again, there are going to be times we all complain. Even the strongest-willed person, even the most disciplined person will complain from time to time. But if it becomes a habit pattern or if it becomes a part of your personality, maybe it's time to reassess that and change it. Second thing we got to do is root out the weakness and highlight the strengths. Now, I'm not a big fan of concentrating on weaknesses. People will say, hey, I'm going to strengthen my weaknesses. To me, I think that's an ineffective approach, mostly. But I think we can all agree that if we adapt a zero-tolerance policy on settling or saying, ah, it's good enough, 
we can start to get rid of some of those those weaknesses. If you look at yourself in the mirror and say, ah, you know, hey, it's my age. I'm starting to put on a little bit of weight. That's accepting things as they are as opposed to saying, I can correct that. I can turn that around. Age is just a number. If you have that belief that you can still look like a superhero when you're in your you know, swimsuit or when you're standing in the shower, that's a decision. Those are disciplines that have to follow that decision. But it's a choice that we make each and every single day, and we can see it as a weakness. We can say, hey, listen, physically, I refuse to be weak. Mentally, I refuse to be weak. Instead of watching the news and listening to all the BS talk radio, I'm going to start filling my head with good stuff. That's one reason why it's a huge challenge to me. I take it very seriously. It's a huge honor to me, a massive responsibility to show up and give you good stuff to put inside your head by listening to this podcast. And rooting out the weakness does not make you a weak person. It doesn't mean, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a weak person, I got all this stuff to work on. What it means is being a person that is dedicated and committed to, to, to improving yourself, to refining yourself, into forging yourself, just like, just like a refinery does, to bring out that amazing gift that's inside of you each and every single day. Every single person has it. And listen, I mentioned parenthood a moment ago. If you have kids... This is one of the single biggest responsibilities you have and one of the biggest gifts you can give to your kids is to be a person who is courageous, a person who refines themselves and works on themselves each and every single day, who refuses to settle. It's a powerful lesson we can teach. It's a powerful example to set. When you play to your strengths, you eradicate your weaknesses. And what's most important about that is, is that you'll start to see it. You'll start to have that confidence and that realization that, hey, this is who I really am at my core. I am a strong person. I am a person that's capable of doing the things, the, the dreams that I've had, the goals that I've set for myself. Not from a rah-rah motivational standpoint, but from a place of, of, of being sure, being clear, and taking the steps necessary to make it happen. Next, we've got to stop running and hiding. You see, it's easy to make excuses. Frankly, it's comforting to find those distractions, isn't it? The way I like to see it is people will actually create situations for themselves where they can get derailed. I've seen this many times. I've seen people say, well, you know, I had to take time to clean my office. It was so important for me to clean the office because the clutter, man, the clutter is just distracting to me. I get it. But if you're doing that constantly, if every third day you're cleaning your office, you got a distraction problem or a priority problem. Isn't it amazing how sometimes we'll have this unexpected guest from out of town? It could be an aunt, an uncle, somebody we don't even really think much about, and all of a sudden, bam, they show up in our lives, and suddenly it happens right at that point when we're ready to execute, right at that point when we're ready to hit the gas, right at that point we're ready to pull the trigger, and yet we could never have seen it coming. Isn't that interesting? I have a theory about that. The theory is, is that we have a tendency to get in the way of those distractions. In fact, we allow them to find us. Don't do that. Resist that temptation to be pulled off your mission. Stop running and hiding from the hard work, the difficult work, the scary work. It's the stuff that Stephen Pressfield talks about in his book, Turning Pro, a book I highly recommend each and every single person read. Turning Pro is a great example because what he talks about is when we find those distractions, when we find those fears, when we find those things that frighten the crap out of us and we say to ourselves, well, hell, I don't want to move forward with this or I've got so much work to do, or I've got these obligations, I have all these things that are pulling me away from my dream, that is resistance. 
And people will work their asses off to find that resistance. They will find, they will work their asses off to find those exits, to get away from the hard work, the scary work, the stuff that actually moves them forward. And it's the most, it's the most oxymoronic thing on the planet Earth. Because you're thinking to yourself, well, this person said they were dedicated to accomplishing their mission, and yet they keep finding excuses, finding ways to get in their own way. Why is that? Well, I've got to tell you, it's running and hiding. That's, that's what it is at its core. And the sooner we can call it what it is and stop bullshitting ourselves, the sooner we can move forward. Next is we've got to take full ownership. Now that we stop running and hiding, we've got to take full ownership. That means no more blaming other people, no more pointing fingers. Do this. This is a great exercise. You've probably seen this before, but it's something that's always, to me, it's so, it's, it's so illustrative of, of the challenge when we, when we try to blame other people. Take your finger and put a, point a pointy finger like you're going to point at something. Point it away from you. And notice how your index finger is pointing. That one finger is pointing away from you. Just like if you said it's your fault or if you said that way is north. But notice that your middle finger, your ring finger, and your pinky finger are all pointing back at you. So you might have one, point, one finger pointing at somebody else, but there's three more pointing back at you, which means there's three times the blame, three times the responsibility, three times anything. So we have to be very clear on that. We have to say to ourselves, listen, 300%, if I start blaming other people, it's just going to pile up on me. I may as well just take full responsibility right now. And when we do that, there's no more excuses, and more importantly, no more barriers to our own success. Barriers that we build for ourselves, by the way. The analogy would be tying your own shoelaces together and then thinking you're going to go run a marathon, let alone walk across the room. You're going to trip and fall flat on your face, right? And that's what happens when we try to blame other people. Instead, let's take 100% full ownership. A little bit like I talked about before about refusing to complain. When we take ownership, man, it's the most empowering act we can, we can, we can have. It's a decision, of course, but how empowering is it to say, you know what, I don't have the time, I don't have the energy to waste on trying to find people to blame for this. I'm going to accept 100% responsibility, and then I'm going to move on. That's a very powerful place to be, my friends. And the most important part about that is, 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 again, as I alluded to a moment ago, it's a decision that we can make in the moment. Now, the, the next step is to elevate our game. And what does that mean? It's not just some hyperbolic statement, elevate your game. Well, no joke. What, what does that actually mean? What it means is both perf- personally and professionally to set higher standards, not impossible standards. If right now you consider yourself a couch potato and you say, my standards are that I'm a person that can run a marathon, and you go out and try to run 26.2 miles, you're going to hurt yourself. Instead, when we raise our standards, we say, I am a person who's constantly active. I am a person who is fit, and I'm going to work my way into that shape of running 26.2 miles. I'm going to work myself into a shape where I can run two marathons. We keep raising that bar, elevating it one rung of the ladder at a time. But listen, like climbing a ladder... If you try to reach for that rung that's just slightly out of reach, you're going to slip and fall off the ladder altogether. That's why it's so important to set tangible standards for yourself and continue to push yourself just beyond where you are right now. Set those higher standards, align them with your core values, and you will see what I mean when I say elevate your game. And finally, all of this kind of wraps into this final part, what we've really been talking about on this entire episode today, And that is to act bravely. 
to act bravely, to be courageous each and every single day. There are going to be days where you're going to feel a million, like a million bucks. You're going to be hitting on all 12 cylinders. You're going to feel unstoppable, nearly bulletproof. And then the other 95% of the time, you're going to be a mixed match of somewhere in between and flat out awful. My challenge to you is to never relent, to never quit, to never settle, to never accept anything less than what you've chosen for yourself. That is what it means to step the hell up. There are a lot of people calling on us right now. A lot of people want our time, our energy, our focus. They want our money. They want everything from us. The question is, do we have the courage? Do we have the leadership? Do we have the critical thinking to step up, straighten our spine, and say no? Or to say yes, absolutely. We have to be willing to say yes or no to our dreams. And here's the most important piece to this, is when we step up, not only do we live a better life for ourselves, but we actually lead by example. We show others the way. There are going to be people right now, I'm telling you, that are looking at you. You may not think so. You may say to yourself, ah, who am I? I'm just a humble person. Or perhaps you say, no, I understand. The burden of leadership is heavy on the shoulder. I get it. And to you, I say this. You have everything you need to accomplish that mission, to accomplish anything you want, really. It starts with refusing to complain. It means rooting out the weakness and highlighting the strengths. It means stopping the running and the hiding from the really, the really impactful work, the hard work, the scary work, the stuff that makes us want to tune out and watch TV and overconsume food, booze, whatever it is, sex, anything that takes us away from our mission. It means taking full ownership. It means elevating our game and it means acting bravely each and every single day. We got one trip around the block in this thing we call life, my friend. Why not play bravely each and every single day? Why not play full out, especially on those days when we don't fill up to it? My challenge to you as I lay the gauntlet down is for you to seize that mantle of leadership. Step up like the leader you are because right now the world needs you. We need you. I challenge you to fly in my formation. And more importantly, to do so in a manner that's fitting of your character and your values and your vision for what you want for your life. The time is now. So let's get after it. Let's make it happen. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Looking forward to doing it again next week. And remember... Get yourself over to flywithjt.com, download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success, and no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.